One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Mother Darling Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Amini Fanua. And, and I am Nathan Fox. And today we're going to talk about partying. Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, Nathan, you are not a party boy. You know... Just as an individual, I am not a huge partier, but I have been in moments where I've definitely been a partier, like my body has been there, but my brain wasn't always necessarily there, if you know (laughs) what I mean. I understand. Yeah. Right. So I think I never really got used to that scene. We like dancing. From what I can understand, like you I like do like to dancing, like, like yeah. music. You like to dance, yeah. Music. I like dancing. I like music for sure. But perhaps maybe like the egos of the club type of scene, or like the environment. The yeah. environment maybe is not. I think it is because you know, the first time I ever went to a gay club, I I felt some sense of liberation. Right. But after a while, after continuing to go, and you know my. My ex-boyfriend, he was very much into that scene. Right. And being a part of his life, cause I sort of, you know, fell into that scene as well. Right. And I went that route because that's something that he wanted to do and something that he enjoyed and, like, had sort of expected of me to, like, enjoy that alongside with him. Right. And I'll say, like, there were some nights where I felt good, but generally overall specifically later on in our relationship when we weren't doing so well, there were just a lot of like people in that environment who were not beneficial to me as an individual or to, you know, our our relationship. And I don't know. I just really never enjoyed going back to clubs the same way I did like the first time. Right. Cause then you're sort of like introduced to like, Oh, this is gay culture. And like, you're an object at this party for other people to like, you know, do with what they please, you know what I mean? Right. To some extent, obviously you have your own autonomy and you can do what you want, but, um, yeah. That, so like that party scene down in Houston was never very much fun. Yeah. Um, it was like a lot of anxiety. Right. Um, and I, I, I never really did parties in general in high school or even when I came back and moved to Michigan state, I, uh, I never really went to many house parties or anything. I think I've been to like two throughout my entire career as a college student, mm-hmm. like two house parties. The first time was awful. It was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then the second time, it was just kind of like a mess and I didn't really enjoy it at all. It's, it seemed very trashy. It was very dirty and I just didn't have a good time. Right. So... That's interesting. Yeah, both those parties are some pretty deep stories if you want to get into them. Okay, well, maybe we can go there when we're discussing party. I mean, my partying background, I underage clubbed once. Underage clubbed? Yeah, when I was 17, and that was because we got through a back door (laughs) at a club. I'm not going to name which one in Auckland because I'll get them in trouble. But yeah, that was the first time. It was like an after ball situation. It was like after and after prom type of thing. After and after prom? Yeah. Okay, I've been there. Yeah, and uh, I was there with a girl who eventually turned out to be a lesbian. Shout out to Keva. <laughs> and, uh, shout out. Shout out to Keva. It was in my drama class. But yeah, I was a bit of a party boy in college. Low key, high key, whatever key. Well, yeah, I can see that easily. I was freshman, sophomore year, went pretty gung ho, pretty hard. 
And I think it was the danger of being underage. It was like 19, 20, drinking with upper class mm-hmm. men, feeling hot, feeling like fresh <laughs> meat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was not getting laid, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't regularly getting laid until I was like 21 in college. Like, yeah, it's, 21. It's a whole different ballgame at parties when sex is involved. Not necessarily right. like directly the 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 purpose of the party is sex, but like. But I was so oblivious to those politics. Age. What's wild is that I've been so oblivious to those politics, like at college parties, because I was gay, yeah. so far removed from it all. Yeah. I was just like, well, there's no one here, and I assumed there wasn't anyone here, and like, I'd already lived out that like seduce a straight guy fantasy in high school, so I just didn't really feel the need to do it to any of my teammates. Plus, ew, gross. <laughs> Like, no, just respect, respect of boundaries, respect of whatever. Yeah. So I partied hard though. Like my freshman year to Halloween, I went as a stripper. <laughs> I like saw, I was like strapped for a costume when we went to Walmart with my like my roommate and I saw a fireman hat and I was like, oh my God, I'll be a stripper. I'll just put a fireman hat on. Take your shirt off. cheap suspenders. I had a maroon Speedo and obviously A&M's maroon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you had, are that girl. I, know, I was yeah. trash and I did not have the body my freshman year to be wearing this. I was like 20% body fat for real. Like oh, I was girl, jiggly please. caliente of the swim team. <laughs> and she jiggled. Fat bitch. I was fast. Like, very few people could have outsprinted me. Let's be clear. Anyway, I, I, I just, I've always felt comfortable at parties. I don't know why. I think you're just like a naturally social person. You know what I mean? You get to know people fairly easily. You've, you, you, you're in the social sphere. You participate a lot in, like, the discussion. I think, I think it was just, like, the swimming team, we had parties, and that was, like, how we partied. So, yeah. like, as camaraderie and part of a group, that's just what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think, like, I don't know. I didn't like the bar scene. I didn't like going out to bars, Northgate. That was too, That's where it got judgy for me. Mm-hmm. Where dudes would, like, size you up and look you up and down. <laughs> and that vibe I've never really liked, but... Yeah, I've grown out of it for sure. Like twenty was probably the age that I last partied hard and like drank with regularity in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to go to an Olympics. <laughs> and then after that I went to the Olympics, I moved to New York and bitch, I partied hard. <laughs> <laughs> Stories for another time. But I'm just interested in like how our like different experiences with gay culture partying itself because we got back from a party today mm-hmm. yeah a pool party at a beautiful house in san rafael what expectations did you have coming into that party um that we would hopefully have a good time mm-hmm. yeah do you think that overall we could say we had a good time or a bad time ah <laughs> I don't think we had a good time. Okay. Why? I... I didn't feel like we fit in. Yeah. And what made us not fit in so much? Well, you were wearing jeans. (laughs) 
his fashion critic comes out. You were wearing <laughs> jeans. That's why you didn't fit in. Nathan had shorts on last night. Shorts that would could have worn at a pool, but he decided to wear jeans instead. Yeah, because you know what? I cr- <laughs> last night I created this vision in my head of like the pool party, and I imagine like you'd walk into this person's house. They'd be like, "Hey, welcome to our home. Like we're just out back. Come hang out with us." Blah blah blah. And then you know we would move toward the back, and you'd have like a little patio maybe where you, people would be sitting down, like chatting and eating food. And then you know you'd have the pool, you'd have shady spots on the side. Some people would be swimming, some see people would be eating, some people would be drinking. This sounds like a mansion. This sounds like. <laughs> but that's just like the typical, I guess. Like, like that's what I was expecting. Okay. And I don't. I think that that place could have had that, but the difference was is the pool was for, like separated from the house. Right. So and everybody congregated around the pool. Right. There was more space to be had if people were interested in you know like talking and you know sitting down at a table and having some food or you know even just hanging out under the shade of those trees up there. That was lovely. It was nice and breezy. I felt really good up there. Yeah. But everyone was down by the pool, down by the bar, and. I think when we arrived, like we were like, "Oh, everybody! I, everybody is down here. This is what we're focused on completely." <laughs> so, me not having jeans became a like, "Oh, well, I guess we can't really do anything because like, we can't get in the pool. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to do except just be by this pool." Right. So I guess that's maybe where you had some your anxiety about like being stand Yeah, outs. right. Well, I didn't think about it. I just assumed that you'd bought a swimsuit, but. We didn't bring one. Yeah, it was it was a mistake, man. And yeah. we could have it could have been more fun if I packed a swimsuit or wore one out there. Yeah. Right. So then Yeah, I just I think also it had to I do tried. a little bit with like some of the people that have, that were there. Mm-hmm. And like not like a lot of willingness to come up and like chit chat with other people. It was like very like clicky, I would call it. But like I said, how approachable can you be when you're wearing jeans at a pool party? That's true. But again, I didn't have a problem. Like, I, I was fine when I was there. Right. I was cool. Like, I was just chilling. I just wanted to be in the shade and, like, sit in a nice breezy spot and chill. And that's what I did. Yeah. I... It's funny. Nathan has a boyfriend, Nick. And me and Nick have been out. Me and Nick have, like, gone to a club. And Nathan did not come. And I've 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 always remembered that this is like you just don't party. <laughs> You're like shaking your head at me. No, I don't. Yeah. Just you don't go so this was like a really big first step for you. I think. I don't no? think so. I Not mean really? I mean, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Like Because I've never been out with you in a social environment like this. Not like this, no. No. And it was interesting to see a different, like, a different side of you. And like you said, I put you in an anxious situation. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. I think it was more so, like, anxious for me after I had heard that, like, I had heard what you were saying, which was essentially, like, oh, I I feel like we're the ones who stand out. Like, I'm, like, (laughs) I'm worried. I was like, oh, I'm creating all this anxiety and omni. Like, I feel bad about that. But in general, going to the party when I showed up, I was just like, "Oh, I'm here, I'm chilling." <laughs> I would be like, "Oh, this is just my security guard, Nathan. He has to stay closed." Your, secu- <laughs> your security jumped onto me and lashed, lashed onto me. 
This is my security. If things get buck wild and crazy. No, <laughs> no I'm I'm being stupid. <laughs> I'm living in my own jokes. So stupid. El stupido. But um no, I just I, I like this is an annual pool party. We go. I, it's been three years since I've been to this pool party. Actually, last year we were supposed to go. I was supposed to go with my boyfriend Aaron, but he we, he got food poisoning. So As we, one does. Yeah. And then the year before that, I just missed the party because, you know, honestly, personal reasons. My friend Haley gets bad anxiety she took a long time for her to get out of the house so we just like never left the house damn yeah that's no fun well that's my friends and if my friends having like anxiety about something i'm not going to be like pull it together and come to the party i'll be like hey are you okay okay take a moment is that who fell with me today no, yeah, a little bit. But then I also had fun myself. Like, yeah. I went and sat by the pool. I talked. I tried to be approachable. I tried. Do you think that worked out for you? Huh? Do you think that worked out for you? No. Why? No one really approached me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, no, it didn't work, for, it didn't it, work out it for It didn't me. seem like a lot was grooving there. Nah. It wasn't any. You know N- what I mean? Right. Mind projecting, like empathy in terms of like trying to connect with other people. Right. But like what you said back then earlier, clickish. Yeah, totally. Which uh, is what happens in a lot of social situations. Right, absolutely. Especially when there's like. When people. I felt like it was. It was maybe like heightened energy. I feel like perhaps a little bit of like sizing up and eyes. Mm -hmm. Like a little bit of peacock action. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not really about that. And that's what I don't enjoy about like uh, bars. Is like I go to like a club or a party to dance and have a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's... And less so, less so to... Meet someone or to be sexy or to feel a certain type of way or gain or have any sort of validation. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had a good time. Good. Yeah. I wish I'd spoken to more people, but I'm really shy. <laughs> Are you really? I am. Yeah. But I'm also realizing that I don't emit the most, like, approachable energy all the time. Anyways, like I've had people slide into my DMs. They're like, I saw you at this club. Hey, I just saw you in Hell's Kitchen. Hey, I just saw you in. I mean, I know. I, I know and I'm like, why don't you say hello? Get a picture. Like, and I do message them back, usually saying, like, hey, next time say hello. I know that if I would have brought you to a party of my friends, everybody would have talked your head off. Because you but are like attracts like, like attracts like, and we were also the youngest in that party fight. I mean, y'all were. Yeah, they were probably like y'all were definitely. Nick was certainly the youngest. They're probably like, what are these children doing here? <laughs> What's the security guard and his? <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're trying to whip our dicks out, and I don't feel comfortable because I don't know if this kid's under eighteen or not. 
Because there were literally people in the pool with their dicks out. Oh, really? That's what Nick told me. Nick said I'm he was so sitting oblivious. on the edge of the pool I'm and so like oblivious. saw penises in the pool. Oh, wow. I'm very oblivious to this type of behavior. I mean, that's fine. But, you know. I don't know if that's fine. It's a choice. Someone made a joke about syphilis. Syphilis, syphilis soup. soup. Syphilis. <laughs> Say it again. Syphilis soup. <laughs> yes, that joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He was saying that, don't worry, I have a filter on the pool. And you're like, what? It's the syphilis soup. Like, if you're worried about you know getting a disease, I have a filter on the pool. That was like his joke. Again. Interesting. Over my head. <laughs> I know you're like syphilis. Who has syphilis? What are we talking about this for? Like, why? <laughs> why? Immediately, the first thing a gay guy said to us was reference to sex in some way. <laughs> well, he first came up and asked if we wanted to use the hot tub. To which was we that all, the same guy? Yes. The, our lovely host. No, our I'm lovely sure they are. Host. I love the inter- I love the hot tub interaction. Yeah, that was, was our lovely host. Yes. I thought he was funny. Yeah. I don't want to name him because like privacy, right? So we'll call him K. K. K was lovely, and K is a lovely host, and K let me use a towel. It was bright orange, which, <laughs> as you know, I love that color. Yeah, no, they they were they were nice. Yeah, and the they had a bartender. It was an open bar. It was classy. It was like a really, it was a really nice pool party. But I do think like we just kind of stood out, <laughs> and maybe that's why we didn't have a good time. But I tried to engage and talk to people, but also not very much. Yeah, you know, it was just a, it was a very strange party. Mercury's about to switch into retrograde, so I don't know what to tell you. That's th- tomorrow, so everyone buckle your seatbelts. Do you think that's what affected the party today? Was a little bit of no. misalignment. Yeah, I mean, I wish I just had the decency to ask you, hey, are you going to bring a swimsuit before we left the house? <laughs> I'm just so fascinated that it bothers <laughs> you so much that like I didn't have shorts or the swimsuit. I think it's a minority thing. Like the the first thing, I don't know if it's as a gay man or as a Tongan man or as a white man, but like my first thought is like assimilate, do what everyone else does, try to fit in. But in the LGBT community, the more marginalized and minority you are, you're held up on the pedestal, right? So like in that situation, is that how I was, you felt? Is that I how was, you felt? I, I Were you like, up on the pedestal? Yeah, I fell up on the pedestal, girl. <laughs> Were you the Jesus? Of the group. That's why I was just chilling Are you over the there Jesus in that corner. Of LGBTQ? I was hanging under the corner, just like under this umbrella, chilling. Crucify me! Crucify me by the hot tub. Yeah, well, just watching all my. It was a beautiful shot. Like honestly, we spent a lot of time around. We can wrap this up if it's getting too long. How many minutes we have? Only been nineteen minutes. Oh really? Gosh. There was a really beautiful Buddhist shrine. Around the smokers area, I will say. Are you are you a uh, friend to Buddhism? I mean, I've read some Buddhist books. I understand. Like what? Huh? Like what? Um, I can't even remember the titles of them. Did but, you read Siddhartha? No. It's by Herman Hess. Okay. Super good. Nick turned me on to it. Yeah. And. It was really, it was, it's like a, it's a fictional account of the life of the Buddha, essentially. Okay. Um, super cool. I might have to look into it. By the end of it, I felt like it, I would, the closest thing I would relate it to is like the alchemist, but more spiritual. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've read the alchemist. Um, 
near the end, it gets to this place where it really has like a, a psychological impact on the reader, in my opinion. When okay. I read it and got near the end, everything started to seem like I was sort of becoming the character himself. Okay. Because I really cool. I started to understand. Isn't that yeah. That odd? That's odd. I started to understand like what this person might be thinking, you know what I mean? And how they might be feeling and sort of like became them. But in that doing so, I became so, so much more like at peace. Right. I totally did. I understand it. I mean, the Buddhist book that I read was just basically about like acceptance. Like, yeah. Acceptance. Faith, position in world, life. Yeah. It like things are going to come at you and it's all in how you deal with it. Yeah. And like consciousness of like every single being mindful of like all of the decisions that you're making. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that philosophy. Well, it just teaches you about presence. So that's what I've drawn. I'm not to use the word but appropriate i think it's like best to appropriate several different points from all the best religions and that's when i thought from buddhism was really beautiful mm-hmm. it's like like it's like a really people find it quite miserable and morbid but it's life is eternal suffering like when you just realize that if you are at the top of the food chain middle of the food chain bottom of the food chain you are going to suffer you're always equally going to feel like you're suffering whether it's, I don't know, a first world problem, a middle class problem, or like a poverty problem. Yeah, like, everybody's got problems. Yeah, that's it. And <laughs> like, it wouldn't be life if you didn't have problems. Like, that's what I become convinced of in my life is like, I, in retrospect, I look back and there have been moments where I've just been on the highest of highs and feeling so positive And like, honestly, like I held the energy of a star in my body and I could do absolutely anything. And then right. there was times where I felt like I had nothing. And I was like a shell mm-hmm. for emptiness. Yeah. And that's life oscillating between those two. I've realized what a journey and like how blessed I am to be like on that sort of arc. Because each time I do, I like learn something so much about myself and like become somebody that I sort of like want, always wanted to be all along, but never it's a really metamorphosis. Yeah. It's a metamorphosis. Yeah. You like, you're like a butterfly. It's so corny, but that's like Buddhism. How I think about like you're a butterfly, you cocoon, and then you blossom and you fly away, and yeah. then you degrade and then become a butterfly again, and you're a caterpillar crawl. But it's like <clears throat> that's how I felt in this party of this moment. I was like, oh, it's same old, same old. Yeah, and I'm a butterfly now. Like it was, it was the same party, but it was like, it was like. It was similar to going back to New York for World Pride and walking the same streets and walking the same whatever and just feeling larger. And I know it's that some people might understand what I'm saying. It's like when you go to a different place that you grow up. But the strangest thing is, is that I haven't grown physically at all. Like I'm still six foot tall as I was six foot tall when I was 23. Mm -hmm. But I, I just see it with so much more depth. Mm-hmm. At 29 And it was the same thing at this party It was like oh it's same old same old like, I'm not On this frequency I'm on a different frequency And that's okay I'm just not going to be doing these types of parties That pool was quite shallow If you catch my drift 
Those were your words, not mine. Those were my words. Those were your words. I stand by them. <laughs> Nathan, twenty twenty. Says the man wearing jeans at the full party. Girl, I did not have no problem <laughs> wearing those jeans. Give a fuck. I, I said, bitch, <laughs> I ain't getting skin cancer, motherfucker. I ain't gonna sit out here, you know, get these little bumps on my legs. Um. You know what? I told you when we came back, like it made me fall in love with you as a friend even more that you were like true to your word and just did whatever the fuck you wanted. And that's like all of who I want my friends to be. Like (laughs) doing them. Even at a party. Just do you, doing them. Yeah. I mean. Oh, hey, Nick. Oh, hey, Nick. You want to say something to the podcast? (laughs) What did you think about the party, Nick? Yeah, give us your thoughts on the party. Yeah. No, it's gonna be rushed. It Don't was be... not my judge. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, so it's not just me. Yeah. The second best man in the world besides me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's number no, one. No, my two best friends. Dude, you know what? Nick is like the best person I have ever known in my entire life. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. Is I it, believe that he's like no. I believe that I've worked with him. He's an angel. No, this is like what I mean. literally. Nick's, you hold on to good people in your life, and Nick is one of the ones I'm like, oh yeah, lifelong. There are seasonal friends and there are lifelong friends, and I'm like, oh yeah, lifelong right here. Yeah, this one's like. We have to make you less self conscious about jeans. That's a future goal. Who <laughs> you <laughs> me? I don't wear jeans. Yeah, you don't. I don't wear jeans. Girl, I wear jeans to cover up, you know, these the legs. You got great legs, since, especially since we're going to the gym. You got. No, I don't really mind. I don't. I really don't care about my legs. But like, I was like, I should have wore shorts. <laughs> Look back, and I was like, I could have sat by the pool. I just, I had a totally different vision of what it was gonna be like. Whatever. Like we live and you learn. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I'm a pull. I'm very comfortable in the speedo. It's my work uniform, technically. So technically, technically. So I don't. You go to Starbucks in that shit. <laughs> I make little coffees in my little speedo. Yeah, I'll, I'll make you a tongue little- and latte. <laughs> squirt some of your fucking seed in that shit. Coconut milk. <laughs> I made it with this extra thick and creamy coconut milk. It's oh my high God. protein. Hinamo is going to hear this shit. Oh, gonna... no. You're right. I'm sorry, little sis. I take that all back. I apologize because I revved it up. Yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. But she'd be listening. How old and is Speaking of which, she starts actually, she's uh, 19. Okay. She's, she's a waning teenager. Yeah. She will be 20 come January. Okay. She's Capricorn, mm-hmm. so she's a smart girl, and she's actually at Pacific Games, so shout out to Hinemore. Best of luck at Pacific Games starting tomorrow. I just hope you do really well, and I know you've been working really hard for this, and it's amazing seeing your journey. I mean, my little sister's lost. I mean, when I last spoke to her, 22 pounds, but I think it's even more. It might be close to 30 at this point. That's awesome. Yeah. She's got abs. She's all over Facebook with her skinny itty-bitty body in Fiji for a pre-swim camp before (laughs) going to Samoa. She's in Samoa. 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 I'm sorry. That's how it's pronounced. I don't know why. I'm America, so I want to change my accent. Samoa. She's in Samoa. And best of luck to all of Team Tonga, Noilani and the two boys. Um, yeah, 
this pool party was fun for me and but i it was neutral for me yeah yeah we would have done things differently though what do you mean we we would have bought shorts next yeah time. like if next next time i'll totally bring shorts if that's where we go because now i know what to expect yeah um i don't have time to party if i'm honest yeah no i we got too much we want to do man yeah we got this podcast we got this youtube thing we've got a lot on our plate so so lesson, thank you guys for listening yeah. and thank you for continuing to listen and hopefully hopefully you make it to the end of this podcast just know that for these two tired old gays our party days might be over yeah that's you know what guys <laughs> that's what the point of the podcast was like we're retiring we're retiring from this pride was fun might be retiring from pride you know, partying and pools and, and all that was fun, but the egos of it all is just exhausting. And the innuendos and conversation. And, like, you know what really pissed me off? Not really pissed me off, but what kind of really was, like, ugh. Like, this is that, so that kind of crowd. What? Every person, when I said goodbye to them, said, take care. Except for the host. Take care. Take care. Actually, the, the co-host also said take care. So, it was two gay men that hosted the pool party. Is that bad? Take care is just so, like, it's take care of yourself. Take care. It's condescending. <laughs> it's totally condescending. Like, goodbye. You know what we say in Tonga? Ofa atu. Ofa atu to the people we love. Like, ofa atu. Ofa atu. means I love you. Oh. Love you. Ofa atu. Ofa atu. Like, nofuae, aluae. Like, you go, you, you stay. But that's like it. But take care. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no such thing in Tonga as to say something like that. Girl, that's not in have, my culture. We need to make our own pool party. We'll invite my ah! friends from work. Can we just... I think it would have more fun of a little inflatable. I didn't hear Kim Petrus once, which was really disappointing on the playlist. Yeah. But, I mean, let's have a little inflatable pool in the backyard. And let me tell you, that would be more fun. Yeah. I'll move, like, Honda out of the parking spot. See how many... The whole plan this weekend, we should have just bought that damn pool that we saw on Target... So Nick's this fucking party and just had like a dance party right there in the driveway. <laughs> See, I I say I don't I don't like the club and I don't like partying, but I think maybe all I like is house partying where I control the music, all the circumstances, <laughs> the invite list. Yeah, you do like to control the playlist. I wanna right? I I really do but not to say that the music at this party was bad. This music at the party was fabulous. Yeah, it was good. Shout out to who did the playlist. It was fabulous. Great playlist. So um I but mean, Nikki played. They played so much Nikki. They did play some Nikki, and there was a couple. There was like one Cardi B song, and I was like, I can respect it, but like there was a lot of Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to wrap this up. I'll wrap it up. So we have a YouTube channel. If you guys aren't familiar, it's Omni and Nathan. We have an Instagram, Mother Darling TV. Omni has his personal Instagram at Omni Fanua. Uh, thanks for listening to us tonight, guys. We are retiring from being gay, pubescent children into <laughs> blossomed young men ready to tackle a career in world domination. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Wait. Is that a good way to close it out? Wait. No, no, no. I... Yes. He still wants to talk? Let's go. I just, last thing, like, I'm just ready to 
focus on the real things in life. Yeah, love, baby. Yeah, I'm ready to focus on the real things in life. I'm not, I don't want to live a life focused on what other people think. Yeah. I want to focus on a life that I want for myself. Yeah. I'm uh, my my own true happiness at you're creating at your forefront. bullseye and you're you're getting ready to shoot that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like we're we're ready. I'm not ready. I'm like I'm done with partying and socialing and and all of that like I'm ready to get after mine. Yeah. 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 I don't think a party every once in a while isn't bad, but you know, you got to be got to choose the people you hang out with and keep in your life, you know. For sure. Partying's okay. Maybe your birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love a good Christmas party. Yeah. Hella cookies. You know those <laughs> flat cookies that they have with like the snowman on them? This is on a positive note. The sugar cookies? Good cookies and happy parties. Dude, do you know what cookies I'm talking about though? Yes. The sugar cookies? Sugar cookies. Bitch, those things are fire. Yeah. Well, let's go get some right now. Let's go to Target. <laughs> I want some. I want a confetti cookie from Starbucks. Oh, confetti! I love confetti so cake. So much sugar, but confetti cake's my fucking favorite. Ice lemon loaf from Starbucks. Oh, so good. But yeah. those are all of our uh, those are all I of our plugs in one. So uh, sponsors, right. come get us. We just mentioned <laughs> all your damn up. products. All your damn products. Yeah, we're ready to take on the world. We're done with partying. We're ready to take on the world. That's the, that's in conclusion. In conclusion by Amini Fanua. In conclusion to this podcast on partying, we're done with partying and we're ready to grow and like collect these money bags yeah. and grow this podcast and connect with y'all. So yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, hit us up. Instagram, Deuce. YouTube, we're there. Peace. Peace. <laughs>